Jim Riglin's done an unbelievable job uh, since taking over the Reds. He's turned them around. We want to get into that, Matt Harvey and everything else. Jim, Mike Francesa on the fan, WFN in New York. Welcome. How are you? Very good. Thank you. My pleasure. Uh, and you've done really a great job with this team since you turned it around. You have them over 500. They're playing good ball. You've really done a great job with the Reds. Well, I appreciate that, Mike. Um, you know, it's kind of the luck of the draw a little bit. You know, uh, about the time I got back, uh, we got uh, Suarez back in the lineup. But, um, Eugenio uh, Suarez. And, and then we made the trade where we got Matt Harvey. So, uh, you know, it was uh, some things fell into place about that time. Uh, you're being modest. You've done a nice job. That team looked awful early in the year. They were three and fifteen. I mean, to do that, take a team that was that bad, and then to have them for a couple of months here play over five hundred is a heck of an achievement. So you deserve credit. But let's get to Harvey for a second, especially of late. I've been watching. You know, I paid with attention to his thoughts. I see you've been very careful with him. You know, very rarely. A little past five, maybe five and two thirds. Maybe you're on notice after five with them. You want to go around three times lineup, whatever. What's been your strategy, and what do you see with them? Yeah, you know, it, it has worked out that way, as you said. <clears throat> we haven't really had a, a plan like that. Actually, um, the uh, probably the best game he threw, uh, he went five and two thirds, and, and the rain came. He was um, had a very low pitch count at that time. He was just dominating that day uh, probably was going to at least give us seven, if not eight innings that day. But okay. uh, the other outings, um, you know, he, he threw a lot of pitches the first couple innings almost every time and he minimized the damage, didn't give up a lot of runs, but there were, there were runners out there. There was a lot of pitches thrown and, you know, he would be like at, at 50 pitches in two innings, that type of thing. So um, then he would settle down and, um, you know, you get into the 95 pitch range uh, before six innings. So, you know, there'd be a runner on base, maybe a left-handed hitter. So we bring in a left-handed reliever and kind of manage the game that way. But um, he he has really uh, done a great job. Um, I think uh, feeling stronger and stronger as he goes and um, fine-tuning his pitches and just uh, really really been our number one or two guy since he's been here. And he stayed away from the home run for you guys. That really bit him since he came. You know, he's had the two brutal surgeries. We're going back years where he was I mean, we go back to where he was as good as there was for a couple of years. He was unbelievable, as you know. And yeah. but you know, he the first two years he was just sensational. And then after that second surgery, but I don't. I notice he's not giving up the home run now. Uh, have you seen some of the old? dominance come back? Have you seen a little bit of his, you know, is he shown a little bit of that Matt Harvey uh, attitude that we used to see? Have you seen that uh, at all with him or what, what has he been like as far as his makeup? Yeah, we, we've seen some of that. And um, especially as he's gotten more and more confident, stronger and stronger. Um, I think the, um, the not giving up the home runs is a product of, you know, he's just getting further and further away from that surgery. Who knows? He might be better next year than he is this year. You know, he, he may not even be. That surgery was so unique yep. that he went through. We yep. may not even know what the complete recovery is. But um, he's really fine-tuned his slider. I, I think that's one of the big things. Um, you know, he, he's uh, earlier he was giving up some homers, and he was not striking people out. Now he hasn't been giving up homers, and he is striking people out because he he's uh, – kind of uh, uh, found his slider again that was such a good pitch for him in the past. 
We're talking with Jim Riggleman, who has done a great job with the Reds. You know, and you do have some unsung guys on this team. Uh, you really do. Guys like Suarez, Scooter Jeanette, guys that aren't household names who have really had good seasons. We, we really do. And our catcher is, is really a fine catcher. Uh, we signed him to a long-term deal last year. Um, Tucker Barnhart, he, he really is outstanding back there. And, um, you know, he's not a big guy, but he does the bulk of our catching. Um you know, we really are Billy Hamilton. You know, you see the highlights and stuff, but it, it's amazing what he does out there in center field for us. Um, our, our left fielder has 60 RBIs. Yep. He's hitting 200, but he's got 60 RBIs. And, you know, we just uh, we get a lot of good performances. Uh, Peraza, our shortstop. Uh, Joey Votto, the all-star game speaks sure. for itself. But Peraza is, uh, I think he got 11 hits in the uh, three-game series against the Cardinals. So, really coming into his own as a player. Yeah, and, and it, I mean, a guy like Jeanette, people that, you know, there's a guy that people don't think about too much. Now, I know your park's a good park for a hitter, but still, I mean, when you have a guy getting that many extra base hits and having the kind of year he has, you don't see too many guys hitting 300. He's had a heck of a year so far. He really has. Uh, you know, he did this last year for us, uh, had almost 100 RBIs. I think he had 97 and 460 at-bats, and so, you know, he comes back this year, and, he, and he's pretty much right back on that same pace. Um, his home runs, you know, they basically, I, I think they're about equal home and away. So our partner okay. might, might help him a little, but he does hit him on the road. And um, just, um, he, he's such a high-energy guy. This guy is really fun to manage. He brings it every day. Um, you know, he when the game is over, he's exhausted. He's, he's into everything out there. He's moving outfielders. He's talking to the catchers. He's working with Joey Votto. He's helping me manage the game. He's into everything. You know, he, he's a lot of fun. Jim, when you were talking with Jim Riggleman, who's done a great job with the Reds, you've been around this game a long, long time. When you see the game as it is now, when, with all the shifts, uh, with what the shifts do into the batting averages, with all the everybody trying to hit the ball out of the ballpark and it, it being such a power game, strikeout, home run, strikeout, home run. You like the game now, or do you think you, the, the game needs to return a little bit to the way it used to be? Well, I, I do, I'm not in favor of the, the home run or strikeout uh, thing that's going on. I mean, you know, it, it's an honor and a pleasure to manage the game and you adapt and I love it. But, uh, you know, in a perfect world, um, you know, you, you put a bunch of athletes out there who can hit line drives and run the bases and play defense. And, you know, that's what, you know, I, when I'm, as I'm speaking of that, I'm thinking of George Brett. Sure. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, he was a walking line drive. Oh, great hitter. Uh, as good know, a Tony, hitter as I ever saw, as a matter of fact, I'd say, yeah. He was really Tony Gwynn, yeah. same way, yeah. you know, just a, an all around baseball player, base runner, defender, high average guy, didn't strike out much. Um, you know, a lot of action on the bases. Uh, we saw more stolen bases in those days. Um, personally, I like the game uh, more that way. But, you know, um, I, I don't know where it's going to go. You know, I don't know if, if we're going to continue in this direction. Some people say it's going to. Others say it's cyclical and it'll go back the other way. I I like the... Um, I like the, the uh, Tony Gwynn, George Brett type of hitters myself. You know, how about you coming back and, and, and having this success? Have you had a change? Have you been able to adapt to the new way with all the analytics and everything? How have you managed the old way and the new way? You know, I've, I've been asked that uh, a few times. And, and really, 
Mike, for me, the, the difference between managing uh, before and managing now for me is really uh, pitcher usage. You know, we're, we handle our pitchers differently. Yep. Uh, it was nothing in the 90s when I was managing the Cubs. I'll throw a name at you that most of your fans would not even remember, but a kid named Terry Adams yep. was a, a good reliever. He, he uh, two years in a row, gave me 100 innings, and, and nobody blinked. Um, by the time I was managing the Nationals, Tyler Clifford would give around 90, 92 innings. And now, um, you know, you, you, you really don't even think of your relievers going 90 innings. If, if they go 80, that's, uh, that's kind of the limit now. I know there's a two or three guys on a pace for 90-plus as relievers, but, but very few. Whereas, you know, wasn't that long ago, uh, there were a lot of relievers that would give you over 100 innings. Absolutely, and now you have so many more relievers, too. I mean, you know, teams are carrying so many pitches, it's unbelievable. Well, you're carrying more pitchers, which limits your, your moves you can make in the game. Yep. You know, it, uh, people just think, they throw that number out there, okay, yeah, we're going to carry more pitchers. Well, if you're carrying more pitchers, you've got less guys on the bench that you can pinch hit, pinch run with, double switch with, uh, you know, it's, it, it limits what you can do because your pitchers are not throwing as many innings. How do you feel about the DH where you hear today the national, the uh, uh, Tony Clark saying he has the votes to get it passed with the players, the DH in the National League? Do you think we're headed towards one set of rules in the DH in the National League? I'm afraid we might be. I'm a, I'm a National League guy. You know, uh, uh, I, I love the National League game. I, you know, I would adapt whatever they come up with, but I just think it's a much more interesting game. Uh, uh, it's it's a you know for me it's a better game, but you know I, I like the pitcher hitting and um, the um, you know the thing is if you if you go to pitcher hitting, you you can't you can't do that right away. You, you know there's some clubs who have already set themselves up for their their DH for the next two or three years at least. So you'd have to it have to be something you'd say we're going to do, do this starting in the year 2000 and. 22 or whatever. Whereas if it goes the other way, if, if it's universal DH, you could, you know, you could pretty much do that next yeah, year, which is going to happen because they're never going to get rid of a high paying job anyway. You know that. So, I mean, that's become a high paying job. We know the economics, but tell me this, Jim, honestly, I know you don't like to take a lot of credit for this, but you walked into a team that was just awful. I mean, it was three and 15, couldn't get out of its own way. What's the first thing you told these guys? Well, you know, basically what I said was, um, you know, we, we cannot just do things the way we've done. I'm going to ruffle a few feathers. We're going to do a few things different that, you know, a little bit different scheduling on our pregame. I may pinch hit for some people who haven't been pinch hit for. Uh, but, you know, if we go along like we are and we just say, oh, yeah, we're okay. You know what? We're not okay. We're, we're three and 15. We're not okay. So, you know, if you're if you're happy being three and fifteen, there's the door. You might as well walk out of it because we're not interested in having it. So, let's um, you know, if, if, if you can't accept that, you know, and and it's kind of what I went through with the Nationals when we were twenty six and sixty one. Yep. I I told the players, look, uh, this is not satisfactory. We we have to change some things up. If we do everything the same and we continue to lose, it's, it's ridiculous. We have to try some different things, and uh, our players have been very, very receptive to that. There was a lot of thoughts, Jim. One last thing, and I appreciate the time. Uh, we're talking with Jim Riggleman, who's done a great job with the Reds since he's taken over. A lot of thoughts that Harvey would be on a block and he'd be moved you know, uh, to a contending team if he pitched well. Are you guys looking to keep him, or do you think he's going to go somewhere? 
we would love to keep him. I tell you okay. that. I okay. mean, this guy has just been outstanding for our younger pitchers. He's, um, you know, I just, I just can't say enough good things about him. And, and, um, you know, he, he needed to change the scenery. But that happens. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he was handled tremendously in New York. But, uh, you know, he, he and his agent, I, I think, have probably had a conversation where they You said, hit it hey, right. He needed to change yeah. the scenery. You hit it yeah, right on the head. Yeah. He desperately That's did. It. You did. You hit it right yeah. on the head. He needed one, and uh, I'm glad it's worked out well for him. I really am, because he was a really yeah. good pitcher at one time, as you know. He really was. So it's good to see him showing some of that. And keep it up. You've done a great job with this team. Congratulations. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate My pleasure. It. Thank you. Jim Riggleman on a lot of things, including Matt Hoppy, who they you heard him say they love what they've gotten out of him with the uh, Reds, and he has pitched well. I think he's 5-3. and three. 